0: A Voice of St. Louis original podcast.
1: This is the St. Louis all-local podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with Tom Ackerman, bringing you the news you need for this Thursday, February 2nd. Passing a constitutional amendment in Missouri could soon become more difficult as Republicans in the state house gave initial approval Wednesday to an election reform bill. The bill would require an initiative to pass by a supermajority, 60% in a statewide election.
2: One of the most emotional arguments against the idea came from St. Louis Democrat Barbara Pfeiffer who cited a lesson from her mother who argued you never take away rights. And any law that
1: creates a supermajority undercuts our right to vote. And I believe it is a step towards tyranny. And if we take away the rights of others, who is going to protect us when our rights are threatened?
2: On the other side, some Republican supporters argue outside special interests have dominated the process by getting massive votes from urban areas. The measure got first-round House approval on a straight party-line vote but requires another House vote to get to the Senate. From Missouri's Capitol, Phil Brooks, KMOX News.
1: Critical race theory was debated for hours in the Missouri Senate Wednesday.
3: Republican Senator Andrew Canning of Manchester was trying to get a perfection vote on his bill to ban teaching critical race theory principles in schools. He pushed back on the notion such things aren't being taught in Missouri. A couple
2: years ago, Rockwood Literacy Coordinator um, encouraged teachers to hide race-based curriculum from parents. In Springfield, you had the uh, oppression matrix that was taught. Taught to, to teachers.
3: Senator Carlo May of St. Louis objected to another portion of his bill giving parents the right to be informed about school curriculum.
0: Creating this onerous parent bill of rights Uh-oh. that's going to be subjective to every parental personality you can find. So that means subjected to all ignorance all across the board. After
3: nearly three hours of debate, they called it a day without voting. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. The Kirkwood City Council takes up a plan tonight to set the zoning rules for recreational marijuana stores. We get the latest. The suburb of Gingerbread Porches, Big Trees, and the old-fashioned train station has no recreational marijuana store yet. But Kirkwood City Attorney John Hessel tells KMOX they want to be ready. There's
2: certainly... PEOPLE WITHIN THE CITY AS WELL AS MEMBERS OF THE CITY COUNCIL who were disappointed by the fact that you can have recreational marijuana, but the voters have spoken.
3: Under the zoning plan, recreational pot stores in Kirkwood could be no closer than 1,000 feet from a school, church, or daycare center. Kirkwood voters will decide in a separate issue on the April ballot whether to impose a 3% sales tax on any recreational marijuana stores in town. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News.
1: It's been a busy week for the people who search for the homeless living in abandoned buildings to try to get them to go into shelters during this cold stretch.
3: Pastor Ray Redlick of the New Life Center says they met a woman named Mary, a woman in her fifties, living in a vacant house in North St. Louis without running water, gas, or electricity. But Mary is uh, a little unusual in the fact that she really tries to keep the place clean and tidy. I was really impressed when we visited this, this small house that she was living in, this abandoned house, that she was using a broom to sweep it out. Redlick says Mary decided to go into a shelter this week, at least for this week, until it warms up. He estimates there are a few hundred homeless people living in abandoned buildings across the metropolitan area. KMOX goes in-depth.
1: 149 car thefts. That's just one of the figures released by the St. Louis Police Department in its weekly briefing, Our Maria Kina has more.
0: Last week, there were several carjackings and attempted carjackings all in South St. Louis. One turned deadly. In another, a woman was shot and injured. An arrest was made in that fatal carjacking hours after St. Louis police announced they had formed a task force in expectation there would be more. Yesterday, police initially reported there were six carjackings last week. However, those numbers are contrary and lower than the department's incident summaries. Those reports indicate there were Ten carjackings or attempted carjackings just between Monday and Tuesday. Can you also get me numbers on just in the past two weeks how many carjackings there have actually been and and how many teens are in custody or have been taken into custody and just so I have a firm number on that. There's been so many I want to make sure I'm accurate with my reporting.
2: Maria and everybody on here what I can tell you today is you know so far this year we've reported 12 carjackings under the NIBRS reporting, and at the same time last year we had reported 13. Now, you know, I'd have to double check. A lot of times, the the NIBRS numbers are somewhat fluid in that these numbers are being taken from our report writing system, and it's only on completed reports. So if something's occurred within the last you know day or so, and that report is still in the process of being completed, that number may not be reflected in these numbers. But at this time, we've reported uh, 12 carjackings this year compared to 13 carjackings at the same time last year. And I would have to kind of individually look at those to determine, you know, if arrests have been made, if those arrests have involved adults or juveniles. Um, But we can certainly attempt to do that for you.
0: Late yesterday, Sergeant Charles Wall sent over a revised carjacking count for last week, saying there were six Monday through Wednesday and two on Saturday, which included a pastor on his church parking lot on Virginia. Captain Donnell more.
2: As far as the event with the uh, pastor over the weekend, um, they did take a juvenile into custody. Uh, that was due to the fact that, um, again, his mother becoming aware of the event and questioning her son and uh, and turning him over to the juvenile court. Uh, for prosecution.
0: But again, the police department's incident summary showed there were 12 carjackings last week, Monday through Saturday. KMOX also asked for an update on the armed ATM robberies last Monday at Christian King's Highway and at the Bank of America on Hampton and Sutherland. Then on Saturday, another armed robbery at that Hampton ATM where the suspect fired a shot at the victim who was not injured. Is this related to what started on Monday of that week?
2: The only thing that. We we can say at this time is investigators are still working on those incidents. At this time, it's my understanding that the ATM robberies, the two separate ATM robberies at that Bank of America location, um, investigators at this time believe the same suspects may be responsible for those two incidents, but they don't, know if those atm robberies at that bank of america are also connected to the carjackings that were occurring around the same time frame it's possible that the the carjackings and the atm robberies are separate but again investigators haven't definitively made any conclusions
0: as it relates to that maria Kina, camel x news
1: St. Louis Public Schools announced a new superintendent has been selected to replace Dr. Kelvin Adams. Dr. Keisha Scarlett takes over July 1st. She's from Seattle, where she served Seattle Public Schools for 24 years and has been assistant superintendent of academics since 2021. Missouri's new attorney general has crafted what he calls a model resolution that would limit drag shows for school children. We want parents to go to the website download the
2: resolution, print it, and take it to your next school board meeting and advocate your school board adopt this resolution to prevent drag shows in school and get in compliance with state law.
1: Andrew Bailey tells KMOX sister station KFDK that drag performances highlight issues of human sexuality, something governed by state statute when it comes to an educational setting.
3: The model resolution emphasizes that any instruction on human sexuality be age-appropriate and that parents be given an opportunity to opt out. Bailey has called for the resignation of school officials in Columbia, Missouri after some middle school students attended a diversity event that included a drag show. Bailey calls the shows inherently sexual. An organizer of the event has said it was
1: G-rated. A new active shooter program is now available for law enforcement agencies across Missouri. The Advanced Law Enforcement Rapid Response Training, or ALERT, is being run through the collaborative effort of Missouri State University and the Missouri Department of Public Safety. From
2: 2000 through 2014, or 2022 it looks like we will have um, 14 active shooter cases that have been included in the fbi data set in the state of missouri
1: assistant professor of criminology and criminal justice bill sandell
2: this training is actually free for all law enforcement all the host agency has to do is actually provide a location that we can conduct the training, and then Alert will be sending the equipment up.
1: Funding from the state pays the instructors. Sandal hopes to have the first training class set up for March. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. The FBI has named Alert as the national standard for active shooter training. I'm Megan Lynch. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.